This episode of Geared Up is brought to you by National Car Rental. Take control of your travel experience with National Car Rental's Emerald Club. Visit nationalcar.com to find out more. Now, the other thing is there will also be, not this, not that this is a major feature, but black AirPods. Oh, what are you talking about? This is not a major feature. This a lot is of my, people are excited about this, but why? This is my number one feature request. What? Number one. Supposed to be black? Yes. Absolutely. I tried to create these for myself with some <laughs> stupid stickers that the I bought partner. on Amazon for, for $10. And I put them on and my daughter said, that looks even more ridiculous. <laughs> now, why are you so excited about black AirPods? Okay. I know this is probably giving you too much of a window into my psyche, but I feel like a real tool walking around with these things on. I'd much rather it wasn't like glaringly obvious that I've got $160 worth of electronics in my ears. Welcome to Geared Up, brought to you by National Car Rental. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. Hey, Andrew, you're not in the studio. What's going on, man? Well, what's happening is I am buried in about a foot and a half, maybe two feet of snow, and I can't leave the premises, and so I figured we need to go remote. That's right. You're on Skype, and Starless and Paco is off this week. So I'm jumping back in, baby. Yeah, you're back in the saddle. Did you miss it? I did. I, I love talking with you. I, hey, yeah, and I'm glad to hear that. I, I miss the live stream. I love uh, seeing what people have to say during the breaks. So yeah, it's it's good to be back on. And I'm sure the, the live video stream will be back soon. Yes, yes. Once the uh, Pacific Northwest thaws out, we'll be back in effect. Nice. So hey, what are we talking about today, Andrew? Catch me up. Hey, we have a lot to talk about today, actually. <laughs> so um, we've got the rumored new Apple AirPods to talk about. We've got the fact that Amazon has acquired Eero, one of the most popular mesh Wi-Fi router companies. Um, and just a couple other tidbits for the people. Nice. I know you've got, you've got an upcoming event that we'll, we'll tease ahead to later on in the yes. show. Yes. Yes. Galaxy nice. S10. Nice. Well, let's start with this Eero news. This was fascinating to me in part because I've used these mesh Wi-Fi networking routers and actually at your recommendation, both the products, yeah. both the products we're going to be talking about today, I've used because you told me to, Andrew. <laughs> I, hey, I have a good batting average when it comes to that. You really do. You really do. So Amazon is acquiring Eero. For people out there who don't know, just as a baseline what is mesh networking because you've schooled me on this in the past yeah so mesh networking is the concept that in the past or you know even still now we've relied on one router so we take one router and we hope that this one router can fill our home our small office whatever it might be with wi-fi and inevitably what happens is you end up with dead spots so maybe the wi-fi is really good you know in the same room or a couple rooms away from the router but when you go to another floor you know you go upstairs or you go to the other side of the house you have wi-fi dead spots and you can't really get a signal so the way mesh wi-fi works is you have a router that basically is split into multiple pieces, multiple pieces of hardware. So with Eero, for example, and they're really the ones that kind of kicked this off and brought it mainstream. Um, you take, you buy a set and it comes with three similar looking routers and you plug one into your main modem. And then the other two you plug in throughout your 
home. So let's say you you know you might plug one in downstairs in an office, and then you might put a second one upstairs, and then you might put a third one, you know, downstairs again, but on the other side of the house or something like that. So basically, all the eros are talking to each other, and they are spreading your Wi-Fi evenly throughout your home, so that you have no more dead spots and you have nice a nice even clean signal, no matter where you are in your home. So the news is that Amazon has entered an agreement to acquire Eero, which is based in yes. San Francisco, and they tout the fact they've got a 4.6-star product rating on Amazon.com. I wonder if that's how Amazon sorts through and finds companies to acquire. <laughs> Who has a good star rating? <laughs> sort by five-star, please. Uh, <laughs> um, but this is just the latest of the smart home companies that Amazon has acquired. Of course, the, the biggest being Ring, the smart doorbell company that they bought last year. Right. What do you think Amazon's doing here with this? You know, I don't know. And I'm generally curious. Amazon says, hey, Eero's a great product, very easy to set up. We want to make setting up your smart home devices even simpler, and by adding this to our product portfolio, it's going to allow us to do that. And you've actually talked about in the past how easy it is to set up you know, Alexa devices, especially if you already have an Alexa device and you want to add like one of the smart plugs, for example, how simple that process is. So Amazon, um, at least at face value, is saying, hey, this is going to allow us to continue going down that path of making you know the smart home and home networking simpler for all of our customers. That's what they say. Yeah, and I saw some negative reaction to this on social media. And actually, Andrew, I think, didn't you have a, a somewhat negative reaction to this notion of Amazon buying Euro? Uh, I actually did not post any uh, any of oh. my reactions online. <laughs> However, yes, I did when I saw the news. You know, it's interesting. The first I read the news or I saw the headline, and, and the first my first reaction was kind of like my heart sank a little bit. Like, oh man, like Eero was one of those companies where I felt it was an independent company that was very adamant about how they're going to protect the privacy of their users. Um, because one thing about Eero is the the company can manage your router for you um, remotely. So you can call them if you're having an issue, customer service, and they can actually log into your router for you and like change settings and do, you know, so they, they basically have a backdoor into your home network and their pri privacy policy was very clear about what they don't track and how they, you know, everything is anonymized. They do not track where you go on the internet, even though they could, they don't. Like there's a lot of things where to me, it was like, okay, great. They're almost, you know, Apple-esque in a way when it comes to what they're going to do to either not collect the data in the first place or whatever data does come through is anonymized and not, you know, targeted back to you. And the second I saw that Amazon picked them up, it just made me question whether that, number one, whether that policy will continue into the future. But number two, even if it does you can still glean a lot from a person or from a household if you have access to even anonymized data about their network. For example, you Amazon would know at the very least when someone is home using the internet. Even if you don't know what they're doing on the internet, you will know what they're doing, that the internet's being used, which tells you, oh, they're home at this time and they leave at this time. Um, they'll also be able to see what uh, devices are on your home network. So they'll know if I have an Echo or an iPhone or, you know, whatever it might be on my home network. You can see what devices live on my home network. They have access to that now. So things like that where I'm like, 
are they going to start using this data to market to me individually or to their customers as a whole um, this data that they didn't have before? And so it's just that kind of thing where I feel like, you know, nowadays is everything goes back to what are companies doing with your data? How are they do? What are they doing with it? Are they misusing it? Is it going to leak? Um, and it's just another one of those, you know, what's going to happen here? So especially when you think about it in the context of Amazon's broader footprint, they know what you're buying at Whole Foods. Yes. They know what you're ordering online. They know what you're watching on your TV. If right. you're in their ecosystem, and I think for a lot of people, or some people who reacted negatively to this on social media and just generally after the acquisition was announced, they saw Eero as one of those beachheads that wasn't really controlled by Google, Facebook, right. Amazon. And I guess to a lesser extent, Apple, Apple and Microsoft, right, sure. although those two traditional tech companies are standing out right now for more of their privacy stance. Um, so yeah, I, I could see that. Now, for me, I look at this and I say, wait a second, I've already asked Amazon to store my Wi-Fi password. I love that feature. Okay. And I'm one of those people where, I, and I know listeners, I've been getting some emails on this lately, but listeners kind of give me a hard time for how willing I am to give up my personal information for the sake of convenience. But it's like, right. man, if, if they can save me an hour of trying to plug something in, make it work and just have, have it just work immediately right off the bat, I think that'd be really cool. And then sure. the other thing I'm thinking about is convergence here. A lot of these devices in the home are going to be taking on new and different features. What if your Echo was just doubling as your Wi-Fi router in the future? Right. Right. And I think that might be one of the things. And again, that's cool. So, the you know, usually in the past, I'd say maybe two or three years ago, if I saw the same announcement, I'd probably be more positive about it because I think, oh, wow, like all the resources that Amazon has compared to, you know, a tiny fledgling company in San Francisco, what is all the amazing things we're going to be able to do with this? Um, and it's just nowadays, it's more, you know, it's more of a, I'm more leery about how things are going to turn out. But as you said, there are some really cool opportunities here, which one would be now that they own Eero's technology, they don't have to keep making the Eero, you know, Wi-Fi routers as they stand today. They can put that same technology into, you know, let's just say an Echo Dot or, or new type of Echo Dot where it's the Echo Dot plus Wi-Fi, whatever they want to call it. And now you spread the Echo Dots around your house. Mm. And not only do you have Alexa in every room, but you also have, you know, your Wi-Fi evenly distributed around your room as well. And I know Amazon would make that, you know, the easiest, you know, the easiest thing possible to set up as we've seen them doing uh, recently with their devices. And so that, I mean, that can only be seen as a good thing, right? It's it's only the privacy as it pertains to your data that I'm concerned about. As far as the tech goes, I think they're going to, you know, hopefully turn this into something, you know, even better. You know, whether it's faster Wi-Fi, easier Wi-Fi to set up. You know, a lot of people don't even know about mesh networking. Like earlier I said that Eero is the one that kind of brought this to the forefront. Um that might even be too strong a word because I would assume most people, if you ask them, hey, do you have mesh Wi-Fi in your home? They, I don't even know what that is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if Amazon's going to be able to be the one to kind of spread this around, you don't even have to use the term mesh Wi-Fi. Just again, hey, here's, a, here's a, an Echo Dot plus Wi-Fi. Put this in your home. 
and anybody, the average person, can get better Wi-Fi in their house. Um, it's great. So um, I am looking forward to seeing what they do with it. But I have seen quite a few people who say, man, I really wish that Apple was the one who bought this company. Yeah, so Andrew, as I mentioned, you recommended a while back that we try Eero. It was back when we were having a bunch of uh, internet problems when we were trying to live stream. Yes. Turned out they had, the real solution was to get fiber. It wasn't the router. <laughs> but in, in the meantime, we tried out Eero in the office. And the struggle that I had back then, and caveat here is that this was more than a year ago, so I'm, I'm sure the, the problem has likely been fixed. But in the version that I had, if you went from one end of the office to the other, basically from one of their little hubs to another, yeah, it would not always keep you on the network. Like the next hub would not necessarily recognize your device and provide internet there. And so oh, I would, yeah, I would walk from one end to the other, and it, I'd have to sometimes reboot to to get it to work. So, and and I remember looking it up on the support forums at the time for the Eero products, and it was a known issue at the time. And so it's not historically completely seamless um but certainly it's much better than doing something like a repeater you know like a oh yes uh, absolutely yeah yeah yeah. and so yes it's a great product um i like i said i'm i'm cautiously optimistic in seeing what amazon's going to do with this um there are other mesh networking options out there nowadays almost everybody almost every major router company has one now so you know if you were someone who said you know what i'm really uncomfortable with the idea that amazon would own my home network you could always go with a competitor and almost everyone that i've tried is you know they're all pretty good they're they're all they all have a nice advantage over the old school way of just sticking a router somewhere in your house and just hoping for the best yeah all right, so that is the biggest news so far this week, at least, in the consumer electronics world. Amazon yes. is acquiring Eero. Uh, they've reached a deal. They have not announced a price, although uh, Eero raised about $90 million in venture capital. So if it was a successful exit, as they say, as it appears <laughs> to be, then you know that the purchase price was at least that much, and I assume it was quite a bit more. Sure, I would think so. Yeah. All right, we will be right back. You're listening to Geared Up. Big thank you to National Car Rental for sponsoring this week's episode of Geared Up. Every road warrior knows technology can make or break a business trip, but that's not the only way to stay in control of your travel experience. Join National Car Rental's Emerald Club and you can bypass the counter, choose any car on the aisle, and go. That's less time worrying and more time to use your phone to tune into the Geared Up podcast. Go national, go like a pro. Subject to availability and other restrictions. Welcome back to Geared Up, brought to you by National Car Rental. It's Todd Bishop. Andrew Edwards here. All right. It's time for the National Car Rental Story of the Week. A big thanks to National Car Rental for sponsoring Geared Up, and be sure to check out Andrew's other show, his Moonlighting Show, (laughs) (laughs) technically speaking, technically speaking on the nationalcar.com control center or youtube.com slash nationalcarrent. What have you been talking about on Technically Speaking lately, Andrew? Well, first of all, Technically Speaking is the show where I talk about all the best tech that you take with you when you're on the go, whether you're traveling for business or for personal reasons. You know, tech can make your travel more convenient. It can make it less strenuous. And so I try to find the items that I think would be best when you're on the go. The latest episode that just came out actually was focused on the company that we're about to talk about. We were talking about the new Apple Watch Series 4. 
and what that can do for you when you're on the go. And by the way, that's one of the items I recommended to you to pick up that you have not done yet. No, and if I follow the pattern, uh, I need to get it, and That's right. I will I will lose it, and uh, <laughs> thereafter I will feel like something uh, fundamental is missing from my life. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Which we're going to get into here in just a moment. <laughs> yes, yes, we are. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's actually so. Uh, just a reminder: so you can check out, technically speaking, nationalcar.com control center or youtube.com/slash nationalcarrent. A big thanks to National Car Rental for sponsoring the show. The latest tech puts you in the driver's seat. And National's Emerald Club will keep you there. Nice. You remembered it without a script, Andrew. That's, That's right. That's right. Remotely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so AirPods, Andrew, I, I, this is such an emotional topic for me, but I, so I better let you just take the lead. What, what's the latest news? Oh, no, before, no, no, no. Before we get into the latest news, we're talking about <laughs> what you've done. Yeah. What you've done. When we talked about AirPods initially a couple of years ago, I told you how great they were and how interesting of a product they were and how I actually thought they were the best product Apple had put out um, in the last few years. Yeah. And you were pretty doubtful about that, as were many people, actually. Like, how could these small earbuds that just let you listen to music that aren't high-quality sound um, – and all of those, you know, all of those statements are correct – how could this be – one of the best products Apple's released over the past few years. But then eventually you picked a pair up. And when we talked about it on the show, what you said to me was, my wife let me pick these up with the ultimatum that if I were to ever lose them, I cannot replace them. <laughs> now, I don't remember how long ago this was. Do you have an Do you have an inkling of how long ago it was you bought these? Yeah, it was last. It was last uh, spring break. <laughs> oh, so almost a year. Almost, almost a year. year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you've had them for quite a while then. So almost a year. Uh, well, you had them. What happened? I I lost them, and it was. It's like some. It's like there's a ghost in my house. I remember I had them in my pocket. I thought I heard them fall when I stood up from the couch to go into the kitchen, and I, I went back, and they were just weren't there. So I, I have no idea where they are. I, I wow. have their last known location inside my house on my uh, find my iPhone, you know, the AirPods the locator thing. Yeah, I, I just I cannot find them. And it's reached the point where my wife has given me special dispensation to buy a new pair. Um, <laughs> wow. My, my daughter is like, Dad, have you gotten the AirPods? I can tell you're just you're really, really <laughs> depressed. <laughs> so your whole house your whole house is is recognizing the depression yeah. that has fallen over your countenance yeah i've gotten used to using the the corded uh what do they call them ear, ear pods is that ear pods yes ear pods. ear pods i'm so advanced at this point i don't even know what the old thing is called um you know so i just you get it's such a pain in the butt you know i've they, they've gotten caught on things i've you know having, having to put them underneath your shirt or underneath your sweatshirt it's just like, <laughs> come on problem so, that used to just be normal every day not a problem at all have now become yeah. big annoyances yeah my phone gets drained all the time because instead of having it charging on my desk i've got it you know listening to it with uh, the, you know it's like all these little things you didn't even realize i've got a you know, you can't walk around without your phone because you've got to be tethered to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just all these tiny things. So, but seriously, let's, let's talk about the actual news here. Cause I, okay. I could go on forever. What's the actual news? news. Yeah. The, well, the rumor is, well, it is a rumor. Um, and the rumor is that Apple is imminently 
about to release the next generation of AirPods. Now, they will likely be releasing the new AirPods in 2019. There's two rumors, one that says they will be released in March and one that says it will be released alongside the next iPhone in September. Um, But either way, new AirPods are coming, and there are also some rumored features um, that we'll likely be seeing. So we can kind of go through those features and see see what we think. Absolutely. I'm excited Uh, about each of these features. So one is like there's a new Surface coating. What's the deal with this? Yes. So if uh, anyone who's held the current Google Pixel 3 um, will kind of be familiar with this. On the back of the Pixel 3, it's glass, but the majority of it is a frosted glass. I don't know how they treat the glass to give it this effect, but it almost has a a matte feel. So it's glass, but it's matte glass. Hmm. Um, And I'm expecting that this is what we're going to see on the AirPods, but obviously AirPods aren't going to be glass, but a matte, almost like a, you know, a rough, it's, I don't know how to explain it. It's like rough, but smooth um, feel to the AirPods. So they're just not slick. They're not as slick. So they'll stay in your ears better. Um, and when, when they're in your hands, they'll feel less slippery. You see, I've never had a problem with this. <laughs> hey, some people have, when they're in your yeah. ears, you're jogging around, you know, I don't know, maybe they slip around. So this is just make them more, you know, you put them in and just stay put. Yeah. Now the case will also have it. So I guess that yes. won't, now that I could use, cause I have a hunch that's what happened is cause they, they probably just slipped out of my pocket. Maybe if it had had this special coating, I would still have that's true now the other thing is there will also be not this not this is a major feature but black airpods oh what are you talking about this is not a major feature this is my excited about this but why this is my number one feature request number one supposed to be black yes absolutely i tried to create these for myself with some (laughs) stupid stickers that i bought on amazon for for ten (laughs) dollars and i put them on and my daughter said that looks even more ridiculous (laughs) now why are you so excited about black airpods okay i know this is probably giving you too much of a window into my psyche but i feel like a real tool walking around with these things on you walk in (laughs) you walk into areas where you know i like I, you know, I walk through some sketchy areas, you know, I'll, you like, know. <laughs> okay. you know, I, okay. and, and I, I'd ra- much rather it wasn't like glaringly obvious that I've got $160 worth of electronics in my ears, uh, you know, I, because that signals something else to somebody. I, you know, I want incognito, Andrew, incognito. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So when you have black AirPods in, they're going to be like, oh, I don't know how much those cost. The white ones I know, the black ones. <laughs> Those are cheap. <laughs> no, the, the thing is that the color, in my view, uh, uh, the black ones, that I think they'll be less noticeable. That's my hope. Okay. Okay. Now, I did see one person who, believe it or not, um, when they walk around with their AirPods, they will put a pair of over-ear headphones on top of them, oh, geez, geez. which cost more than the AirPods, what? but most people don't know the cost of the over-ear headphones. So they'll walk around with over-ear ed- headphones just to hide their AirPods. For the same reason? For the same reason. I just don't want people to know that I'm wearing these. Now that is super weird. Yes. Yes. (laughs) You might, you might want to try that one. I don't know. No. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another feature, um, this one having to do with the sound quality, um, better bass in the AirPods, a better bass response when listening to music. Are you a bass guy? 
Yeah, you know, not really, actually. I Too much bass. <laughs> too much bass. I'm not all about that bass. Okay, yeah. you don't want too much bass. But I think it's just it's just allowing, because usually with, with small earbuds, bass is the one part of the signal that suffers because you obviously don't aren't able to right. push all the air that a larger subwoofer can do. So they're just trying to just increase it a little bit uh, mm. for those who would like it. I, I should say I am primarily using my earbuds, AirPods, headphones for audio, spoken audio content okay. for the most part. I'm not, I don't listen to music on those because that's just not my routine. I'll listen to music on a speaker in the living room or something like that. Okay. So. Okay. What else? What were the oh, wireless charging, right? Oh, yes. So the wireless charging. So here's where the rumor kind of splits up, as I mentioned earlier, whether it's going to launch in March, whether it's going to launch in uh, September. Um, one of the rumors is that it is the wireless charging case for the current AirPods that will launch in March. And then the actual new AirPods themselves will launch later in September. Um Again, these are these are all rumors, so we're just kind of going by what people are saying. Um, but if that's the case, even if their new AirPods aren't launched next month, we're expecting to, at the very least, be able to buy the accessory add-on, which is the wireless charging case. So basically, that allows you to insert your AirPods into the case and then place that case on a Qi charger in order to charge it up. Got it. Now, we should say... This is a rumor as reported by a website called mysmartprice.com yes. and summarized for our consumption by 9to5Mac. Correct. Uh, have you ever heard of mysmartprice.com before? <laughs> um, they have done Apple rumors in the past. Um, okay. And they, I mean, I would say their track record is a solid one. However, they don't often report on Apple rumors. So in other words, it's not like they're reporting, you know, 10 or 20 rumors a year and they're all correct. It's more like one, once or twice a year. So it's easier to have a, a perfect record when you're not, you know, you're not putting rumors out all the time. Yeah. This is not a story by Mark, uh, Mark German of Bloomberg. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Um, well, here's my concluding question for you. Well, on hold the on. There's, there's one more, one more oh, feature oh, we need yeah, to talk yeah. about. Let's hear it. Um, health. Oh, Apple's yeah. looking at putting sensors into the new AirPods, things like heartbeats, uh, a sensor that would recognize your heart rate, um, possibly a sensor that would recognize your temperature. Um, and there was one other one that I'm not remembering now, but basically they're looking at putting in a few different sensors that would tie back into their whole, you know, the health initiative that they're doing, which I think is actually cool. So if you're jogging with your AirPods, you can keep track of your your heart rate for example um similar to what your apple watch would do i don't know if your ear heart rate is more accurate than your wrist one uh but maybe you don't have an apple watch and you just can afford airpods that'll allow you to tie that in as well yeah so if it's very so very appropriate to the national car rental story of the week i'm going on a trip soon okay where are you going uh disney world oh Okay. Uh, it's a long story. <laughs> <laughs> I won't get into it. I, I would love to have some AirPods on that trip with me. I'd like to get up in the morning, you know, go for a nice walk, you know, all that stuff. Enjoy the warm weather in sunny Orlando. So my question is, should I take my wife up on her accommodation now and buy the current version 
or am I going to feel like a real idiot in about three weeks? Well, an idiot about this. I'm going to feel like a real idiot in three weeks, no matter what. But (laughs) will this specifically contribute to that feeling? Um, I mean, quite honestly, I would say for any person, if you buy something and then the new version comes out almost instantly, that's a frustrating feeling. If you oh, bought, yeah. you know, if you don't pay attention to the iPhone release cycle and you buy an iPhone, you know, you buy the current iPhone, you know, one month before the new one comes out, not realizing that it's about to happen, that's pretty frustrating. So yeah. we are going off of rumor right now. We don't know. So we do know. Um, I feel very safe in saying Apple is releasing some new products. In March, we're going to see a couple of new iPads, the the entry level iPad, the new iPad Mini. We're thinking they're finally going to launch AirPower next month as well, and then they will either launch the the battery case, the wireless charging case for the current AirPods, or they will launch new AirPods. And mm-hmm. so, we don't know what's going to happen. And if it was me in your position, I feel like if I bought them and then it was the AirPods 2 <laughs> or whatever they end up calling the next ones that came out, I would be a little, I'd be a little upset about that. Um, on the flip side, though, it's it's also frustrating when you put it off yes, and yes. then you don't buy them. You go, you go away, you come back, and then the event, Apple event comes and goes, and they don't release anything new. And then it's like, I could have had them. <laughs> When I wanted them. So, yeah, it's a tough call. No, I want, what, what are you going to do? So, I, I'm going to buy them before I go. Buy okay. I, I, I've just, it's, see, to me, the other fascinating thing about the AirPods and generally wireless headphones, but the AirPods, I think, are the best example of this. They become a part of you. Like, I, there are times when I have forgotten that I've got them in my ears. And <laughs> to me, that's, I mean, I'm one of those people who's like, Hey, if it's going to improve my life, put the SD slot in the back of my head and, you know, put the, you know, reboot me every morning if okay. you need to. Like, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to, to join the Borg, basically. Interesting. So you're ready to pick up when you go in to get your AirPods, you're also buying the Apple Watch is what you're saying. <laughs> no. Too much money. Too much money. Uh, so, yeah. At, at any rate, that that's, I'm, I, I would probably, well, the problem is you can't really resell your your head your in-ear headphones can you like if it came out with a new one i couldn't i mean you could i mean you could just wash them it's kind of gross though isn't it i don't know i mean i've never i've ever actually thought about that but i mean that's that's a fair point i mean can't you clean them clean them up a little bit sure. they're easy to clean <laughs> they're difficult to clean or maybe i just got anyway all right so <laughs> So that's the AirPods. We'll link to that story from the show notes. And Andrew, you got something cool coming up. What, what, what are you going to be doing next week? Yeah, I'll be, I will still be out of town. Next week, I am headed to San Francisco to be in town for the new Samsung Galaxy S10 launch, the announcement. Um, Samsung's going to be holding one of their unpacked events. Um, not really sure why they call them that, but these are the events where they announce their new phones. And, um, yeah, so everyone who's excited about the Galaxy S10, I will have all the information on that next week. I'll be going hands-on. So you can check that out at youtube.com slash gear live, Yes, correct. Awesome. Well, cool. Andrew, I'm looking forward to it. So we won't have a show next week then, but we'll be back the following week. 
and uh, it'll be fun. I'm sure you'll be able to talk and show the the device. I would imagine. Yes. I well, I don't know if I'll have the device with me. I'm, I'll definitely be able. You know, they have they have ah, you know how they have the uh, hands on area after the announcements. Um, I'm not sure if they'll give review devices out at that point, or if I'll have to wait till later. But I will be able to at least bring you some of my hands on impressions and initial thoughts. Excellent. Awesome. Well, hey, thanks for dialing in, and uh, good luck in the slush now, right? Nope, it's not just, we have quite a few, it's still powdery, big snow out here, so yeah, we're still waiting for it to melt. Awesome. Okay, well, good luck. <laughs> Thank <laughs> Are you. Are you, do you, did you shovel your drive at all? Yeah, so I shoveled just the uh, area that my car needs to go in and out of. I've done that a few times so that I can easily um, get out there. But then sometimes every now and then, like, people will drive through and, like, they'll make a little barrier wall yeah. with the snow. And then you're, like, they've just undone all your work. Yeah, I'm I'm personally surprised that you don't have heated sidewalks given everything that <laughs> oh, you're man. on the cutting edge of. And... Yeah, now you made me feel... Inadequate. Wouldn't that be awesome? Just be switch, almost like a heated so cool. floor in the bathroom. Just heat the. I'm sure that probably exists somewhere. Actually, that's probably cool. in the East now, Coast. What I do have, which is cool, is when I start the Tesla from the app inside the house. <laughs> yes. I I actually tested this the other day. There was about a foot of snow covering the entire car, and I I just started the car. I didn't have anywhere to go. I just wanted to see if it would melt. So I set it. You can set the actual temperature from your app. So I set it to 72 degrees turned it on and within two hours the entire back the back the windshield and the side windows and the roof were completely melted away so that was- so you had the car on so yes. like the, the electricity on for two hours for no reason other than to melt the exterior i just wanted to see okay usually when you warm up your car you know, in the morning when it's snowy, you either have to, you know, get out a brush and you have to do all this manual labor or you warm up the car and it'll melt a little bit with the defrosters, but not everything. So I wanted to – I just was curious. Can this car just melt and get rid of all the snow? And it was able to. So and the answer is yes if you start it two hours before you have to leave. Well, it, well, I, I just checked on it two hours later. Oh, I I don't, it could have been 30 minutes for all I know. I, was just, I didn't actually expect to do anything, so I was pleasantly surprised. Well, hey, it's good to catch up. <laughs> yes, yeah, save here. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to Geared Up. If you're not already, be sure to subscribe to Andrew's YouTube channel to see our live behind-the-scenes videos. You can do that at youtube.com slash gearlive. Also, subscribe to Geared Up in your favorite podcast app. Just search Geared Up. That's two words, not one, in Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. If you like what we do consider leaving us a rating and review. It really helps other people find the show. Geared Up is a GeekWire podcast. You can see more from us at geekwire.com. Until next time, I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. Talk to you next time on Geared Up. <laughs>